in this installment of Unpacked. Uh, the South African woman, was that your second wife? She was actually my third wife. She not only fell in love with Ray, you gotta also fall in love with the two wives. And I mean, Tinko mentioned that her family thinks that she might be mind controlled. Um, is that what you're doing? Yes, of course. I just accepted this because it was open and I could trust what was happening within the relationship. There's absolutely nothing unusual hearing about polygamy in a country like South Africa because it is practiced culturally. It is the norm. However, today's story of polygamy is completely different. Let's unpack. Ray Dean Mossy is an American plastic surgeon and pastor who came to South Africa in 2006. Not only has he found a home here, but he has also adapted to one of its traditional practices, polygamy. Ray lives in KwaZulu-Natal with two wives, Nosihe Gamini and Pumelele Nkosi, and his fiance Tingi Gongwenya, in what he has termed Christian polygamy, which he says he discovered in one of the books of the Bible. This interracial Christian polygamous family is here to share their story. Let's unpack. We are joined by a man and his wives and wife-to-be. Ray, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you for having us. And then, of course, you've got your first wife, Nosike. Welcome. Thank you for joining us, too. Yeah, Taylor Second wife that is joining us, Pumelele. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lebo. Thank you so much for welcoming me. And wife-to-be, Tingigo. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Thank you for welcoming me. I'm good, and you? I am good. So let me start with you, Ray. Take me back to, you know, how you found yourself here and where you're from, because we can hear that you have an accent. Uh, yes, I'm originally from the Midwest of the United States. I was born and raised in and around the Kansas City area. Um, I followed my own dictates instead of listening to God at an early age. I'm kind of like Jonah, I went the wrong way. Mm. So I became the prodigal son later, but I decided that I wanted to be a doctor. So I pursued that and uh, got a medical degree and went on to train for general and plastic surgery, eventually specializing in plastic surgery and going back home to my Kansas City area to practice. And I was in that practice for about 16 years before I came to South Africa in 2006. Did you I ever get did you ever get married uh, in that time while you were uh, in in the states? Yes, yes. I actually have two ex-wives from the United States because what happened is as I said I was walking according to my own dictates and doing my own thing and of course uh, I found out the hard way that doesn't really work long term mm. even in the short term. But um I became uh a practicing plastic surgeon and developed a, a good practice and was living sort of the good life, if you will, in America. And, and then God took hold of me and it took a number of years for him to get me to a place to where I wasn't so stubbornly rebellious and became uh, more obedient. And eventually I started to come to South Africa on uh, ministry trips. And as I grew in the Lord and in his word and his ways, I learned how messed up my life was and 
and how messed up my way of thinking was. And in, in uh, what way was your was your life and way of thinking messed up? Uh, I was selfish and self-centered like most people. Hmm. And, you know, Jesus says that if you want to come after him, in other words, be his disciple, he says that there are three things you must do. And the first one is to deny yourself. And that's something that most people have difficulty doing. And certainly I was uh, top rank in, in selfishness for a long time. Hmm. Uh, and I had to learn the hard way that that doesn't work with God. Mm, mm, mm. So now, um, what was the the reason that your first two marriages ended? <clears throat> well, the first marriage uh, was wrong from the get-go. In fact, God tried to stop me from marrying this woman. It's a long story, but uh, uh, she basically was not who she said she was, and mm. I didn't know it, but I found out after the fact. So that marriage really was not good from the get-go. And the second wife also (laughs) fed into the first wife uh, problem. And so, again, I was not walking according to the will and ways of God. I was trying to, but I was so new at it, I didn't really know what I was doing. So I stumbled a lot. And uh, I got out of the first marriage and immediately into the second marriage. And it really didn't do well as well long-term. Mm. Even though the woman was um, a Christian, they both were by name, but um, the second wife was actually a very strong evangelist. She came, we came together actually to South Africa to do ministry work. She preached in the churches and so forth. And then uh, she uh, decided one day, I'm not sure how it happened, but she decided to go off with somebody else. And that ended the second marriage. So um, I was really done with marriage. I didn't want to be married at that point. Mm. I told God, I want to be like Paul, better not to be married. And I just want to dedicate my life to you. Mm. Uh, But God had other plans for me. And I eventually had to submit to those things and get married again. So you you uh, uh, make your way to South Africa. Under what circumstances did that happen? I mean, you've mentioned the ministry, but married, for you to, to decide. I married a South African. Yeah, sorry, I married a South African woman, and mm. God told us to move here, so we did. Okay, okay. So now, um, uh, the South African woman was that your second wife? She was actually my third wife. I had two ex-wives from America, and then God told me to marry someone here from South Africa, which I did. And we were together for about seven years here. Uh, She actually came to the States for a little over a year, and then we came back here to South Africa. Uh, Back for her, first time for me in terms of living here. I'd been here a number of times on visits. But uh, we came in 2006. Um, she gave birth to my uh, second child, mm. our daughter, uh, back in uh, about six months or so after we got here in 2006. It was in June 2006 that our daughter was born. And then uh, we were actually in Bloemfontein. Uh, I was working there. Initially, it took a long time for the paperwork to get through the HPCSA here. They actually lost my paperwork. <laughs> So I didn't work for about 10 months. And then uh, after that, I got a job, part-time job at the University's Hospital there in Bloemfontein. So I was there for about three years Mm. before I got the post that I'm currently at in Durban. 
And then we had moved to Durban in 2009. Um, and my wife at the time was pregnant with our second child. And uh, shortly after, uh, well, I would say shortly after, it was about, it was almost a year, mm. a little over a year since we were in Durban that I met Nosishini. Uh, and that's when she came to join the family. The wife that I had at the time, who was number one wife, was on board with everything. But what happened was uh, her family didn't like the idea, and they eventually convinced her to leave, and she left. And probably about a little over a year later, we divorced. So maybe you can share with me, I mean, was it always in your belief system um, or an understanding about yourself that you would be marrying more than one wife? Or was it something that came later? No, that came much later. In fact, I used to teach. Uh, I'm a plastic surgeon by training, I tell people, but I'm a teacher of God's word by gift, according to Ephesians 4.11. Mm -hmm. So I used to teach, actually, when I we had a home church in America in, in our home, and I used to teach that Isaiah 4.1 was a spiritual relationship. Because in Isaiah 4.1, it says that in that day, seven women shall take a hold of one man, saying, we have our own clothes, we have our own food. Mm. Only let us be called by your name. In other words, let us all marry you to take away our reproach. Mm. In order to understand what that reproach is, you have to back up into chapter 3 from verse 16. But fundamentally, it's judgment that's coming from God for them not walking according to the dictates of, of God. So in order to take away that reproach, they have to marry a righteous man, and it says seven women and one man, and it, it says that for a specific reason. But I used to teach that that was a spiritual relationship. In fact, at the time, back in the 90s, when I first started teaching the Word of God, I had no understanding of polygamy in terms of a Christian relationship. I knew about it from, as you said, a cultural standpoint, but from a Christian relationship, I knew nothing about it. And God had to reveal it to me. And he actually rebuked me one time when I was teaching that message. And he said, stop saying that. I'm like, what? Hmm. He said, it's a real marriage. That scripture refers to. And I'm like, what? <laughs> because, you know, we, we like to do that as Christians. Uh, we like to take the word of God and make it fit. Mm. our understanding mm. instead of changing our understanding to fit the word of God. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we have to learn. And as we mature in the word of God, that all changes. Then we learn to receive the understanding that comes from God, not our own human minds. Mm. Mm. So, sorry, just continue what you were saying that you should know. I said that, the answer to your question is no, it was not something that was in my mind or my understanding until God spoke it to me and began to teach me about it. And it took a number of years for me to come to a deeper understanding of what the whole thing was about. Initially, he spoke to me about it in the early 2000s, I believe somewhere around 2002, 2003, and it took until 2008 before I was really starting to get the depth of it. And it wasn't until 2010 that I took a second wife. And even then, the woman that God told me to marry 
who was on board with it initially changed her mind. Mm-hmm. You can't force someone to do something they don't want to do. That's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So, so I had to let her go. And it wasn't my choice for her to leave and to take our children. That was her choice. And, you know, she decided to do that even after God had actually spoken to her about the whole thing. She was on board with it. She understood it and Mm, so forth. mm. But, you know, what happens to people is once their mind changes in the wrong direction, they find ways and means and people to support them in their error, and they follow that. Mm, it's, mm. It's a form of pride that people have, and it's something that's very hard to overcome. And even if you try to convince somebody about the truth, they're not willing to accept it for whatever reason. You can't force it upon them. So if I, if I understand correctly, then, I mean, your, your previous wife um, was not, she was fine with it. Her family was not okay with the whole thing. What was the reason that they were not okay? Because that is practiced in the African culture, not to say that all black people in this country um, are are comfortable with polygamy. Not everybody agrees with it. But what was their specific reason that they didn't agree with it? And why did you decide to go ahead anyways? Let me answer the last part first. (laughs) I decided to go ahead with it anyway because it's a directive from God. Mm. So I'm not here to please human beings. I'm here to please God. And human beings have to learn that they also need to Mm. please God Mm. if they want to be successful, not only in this life, but in the next life, which is more important. But I I don't really want to get into the details of Mm. why they did what they did, because they're not uh, black African. Okay, I understand. You know, it... I don't want to get into those. Things. No, that's fine, and 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 I get that. I think um, um, I wanted to just understand if it was something that was unusual or not. But now coming back to uh, meeting your first, your current first wife, um, what what was that experience like? Because you were married at the time, did you meet her and immediately know? Okay, this is what God is telling me to do. Or did it take some time for that to to become apparent to you? Well, strangely enough, I usually know when I meet someone if God is calling them. But just because God calls you doesn't mean that you'll answer that call. Mm. The Mm. Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Mm. What that means is few actually will choose to do what God calls them to do. Mm. And so, you know, the whole thing with God is free will, free will choice. The whole thing with the devil is to take away your free will and to overcome your free will with his own dictation. Mm, mm. God wants you to do what he wants you to do because you want to. That's how we express our love for him. Mm. Uh, We obey him. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You'll keep my word. Mm. And the people who don't love him, he says, they don't keep my word. Mm, and mm. he says, if you keep my word, you, you, you keep my father's word fundamentally. He said, if, if they receive you, they receive me and the one who sent me. So, you know, if I'm hearing from God and I'm doing the right thing and you receive it, then you're receiving the one who sent me. Mm. And Jesus said, you'll know a false prophet by his fruit. A good tree cannot produce Bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. 
And in another place, it says that you need to make the tree good, either make it good or make it bad. That means we have a choice because if we're the tree, we can choose to be good or we can choose to be bad. But if I'm telling you the truth, then God is going to back that up with his power. That's what the Bible teaches. And the fruit is what comes out of your mouth. It's not really what you do so much as it is what you say, because Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever's coming out of your mouth is what's in your heart. Mm. And that's where Jesus lives in your heart. The devil works in your head. He's the one that tries to call into question everything that God speaks to your heart. And so you have to learn to let the heart lead and the head to take a back seat. Mm. It's like I say, the flesh doesn't get a vote in my life. So I follow the spirit of God and the spirit of God will never lead me against the word of God. And so if the only way you're going to really know the truth is if you know the, the Bible according to God, mm. not your own human understanding, but according to God and the depth of understanding that he gives you. And when he gives you an understanding of it, the whole thing makes sense from beginning to end. Mm. it's not, oh, I leave this slice out because I don't understand it mm. Mm. or I don't want to accept it. And that's what a lot of people do with Isaiah 4.1. They spiritualize it because they don't, A, understand it, and B, they don't want to accept it as being from God. Mm. And that's what I used to do. I was just like everybody else in the mainstream Christian church, teaching that that's some sort of a spiritual relationship. And it's not. Yes, the Spirit of God leads you into it. And yes, you should be walking according to the Spirit. So there should be a spiritual relationship there. But it's also a physical, natural marriage. Mm -hmm. And it's not a marriage of the state. It's a marriage from God. It's what you would call a religious marriage, much like some of the other religions operate in. Yeah, yeah. No secret from your side, what was your understanding of polygamy Uh, at the time that you met your current husband? Um, at the time, I didn't have an understanding and it wasn't really something he said was uh, familiar. Mm. Um, and neither was I interested in a relationship. In fact, I have, I still do, have a list of things that I had written down and mm. part of those things was being single. And had I taken that route, I'm probably supposed to be in Germany somewhere Mm. doing her master's degree. So I had absolutely no concept of uh, Christian polygamy. So when Ure did mention that, um, I had been going uh, to his office with my friend and we would have my Bible studies on. So everything made sense because very at the time, I was questioning the purpose of life. Mm. I could not reconcile the idea of what I'm supposed to be born, mm. go to university, get a job, help my family and die. That's it. I knew that there was something more. However, I just didn't know what that mm. thing was mm. and how do I get access to that. So when I did meet Ray and read his teachings, I definitely had my eyes opened to God's purpose for each and every individual. However, when he did mention polygamy, I get that's where I was like, mm-mm. With, what's that now? <laughs> But now, were, were, were you guys, so, um, were you guys like dating when he brought it up, or 
it happened prior to, to even him courting you? No, not at all. Uh, we were not dating. We mm. were, I was just going there. Um, I'm not sure if a professional is the correct term to use, but I was just going there for Bible studies and that's it. Mm. Um, when he did mention the polygamy, that was the thing that was strange for me. So for me, because I was getting value from the Bible studies, I decided it's fine. I'll just do the Bible studies. Uh, as for this polygamy thing, uh, it's not for me. Yeah. However, as we continued and later on, as I found out, hooray, as do we, and also we do that as a family now, is pray for God to bring the right woman. Mm-hmm. And so although I didn't know that at the time, he already knew that by virtue of the fact that I was there, God had brought me, however, it was my decision to make whether I was willing to go ahead in this direction Mm. or not. And eventually I did. And I did reluctantly kicking and screaming. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Um, I I knew that over time, I knew that it it was what God wanted me to do, although I did not understand the full picture of everything. As Ray explains us there for one, I knew that there was that scripture. However, the depth, of the thing I didn't have an understanding of. And as a person asked, do we need to see in order to believe Mm. or do we believe first before Mm. we see? Mm. So I chose to obey God because I, my whole life, I really did want to please the Lord. Mm. And I felt this is what he was calling me to do. Although I had absolutely no understanding Mm. as to how it was going to work. Uh, let alone how difficult mm. of an undertaking you would be. So let me move on uh, to yourself. Pumelelo, what was, uh, you know, the same question. What was your understanding when you met your current husband? Um, I actually had to Google what polygamy was. <laughs> yeah. And um, I Googled it, but um, I came just curious, you know, but even before I met Ray, I had gotten out of a messed up relationship. Mm. And I remember lying in bed and I was praying and I was looking at the ceiling and I was like, God, um, what's the purpose of this life? Mm. I, I just don't get it. One season I'm happy, the next season I'm sad, mm. the next season I'm crying and again I'm happy. And it's an ongoing cycle that I just don't understand what it is. And I'm tired of this dating. Just now I just want my husband. And that's all I want to be now. And I met Ray. <laughs> mm. And but I at the time I didn't think that that was the answer that um, I prayed for, you know, because sometimes we pray for things and they don't come in touch that you yeah. think they're gonna come in. So for me, I was just curious. I came curious, you know, like a journalist, like how you are. Yeah. And Asking <laughs> lots of questions. I came and I said, yes, mm. yes. But the amazing thing that God did for me was what he would teach. I God would actually reveal it to me in his word mm. when I was at home. Mm. So I was just transformed by the fact that I would actually have an experience with God at home. Mm. And then when I go to him, he would just unpack the things that God was speaking mm. to me at home. So for me, I felt like it was validation that truly God was calling me to do that. Mm. And um, because of 
my family history and just seeing the, the boyfriend situation that I've had, I was always like either the second girlfriend or there was always another girlfriend. So I knew that um, polygamy was, was not far, you know. Mm. I, I just accepted this because it was open and I could trust what was happening within the relationship and I could, be, I could trust that I can be safe. So for me, um, although I didn't know what it was, I preferred it because it really, I was in a polygamist before I even entered here. It's mm. just that it wasn't open. Yeah. Well, as in like you were with people that um, you were the other woman or were cheating on you. So you were already in that situation yeah. without being aware. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So from 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 your side, I mean, Diniko, you are the most... Uh, recent to be joining the family and you are engaged to Ray, uh, when you, you know, was it similar to, uh, to what the other ladies are saying? It was a little bit similar to what Pumi saying because mm. I was also like from a deep, uh, hurtful relationship mm. and I was like asking myself, oh, am I meant to be alone? Am I cares to be mm. like being heartbroken all the time and lied to? Mm. And then going through online chats with guys who will lie and catfish you. And until I met Ray, mm. then I decided to come. And and um, I'm curious as to how um, how did he invite you to join the family? Um, actually, I saw his profile on the online and then I sent him a flat and I was like, no, he's not going to answer. He's not going to answer. Mm. And then he responded. And I was like, oh, okay, did I send a guy who's in a polygamous marriage a mm. flat? And mm. why am I doing it? And then mm. we started chatting, and then he asked me if I am okay with it. And I said, yes, I'm okay with it, because I've been questioning why also am I here on earth? What's my purpose? Why, am, why is all that happening to me? And being told that I've got a calling, which mm. calling is it? Mm. Mm. So mm. I decided to come. And then he said, you can come and visit us. And then when I said, yes, I can visit, he was like, I hope you're coming to stay. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> to stay? I think I'm coming to know you guys to meet you. And mm. then when I got here, it was very welcoming. I knew I belonged there because they were so welcoming. Who mm. put me in, who you let They were like, oh, okay, sisters. And I'm like, okay, thank you, God. And mm. then you even blessed me with a wonderful husband, a caring husband. Mm, 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 mm. I'm I'm wondering then, and maybe um, maybe you can explain Ray or Nosike. What then is the difference between African, uh, uh, maybe actually Nosike, between African polygamy and and what is is understood, you know, as common practice in South Africa, and the Christian polygamy. I believe largely the difference here is that we're living in the same house. Mm. Whereas traditionally, you will find the wives have their own home mm. where they are separate and then perhaps we cook together mm. and come together. I think that has to be one of the main differences. Mm. Yeah. And mm. secondly, uh, foundationally, everything that we do has to be founded on the word of God, which is why it's working here. Mm. Otherwise, I tell you the truth, I would have killed a a long time ago <laughs> had it not been for Christ being a foundation for us. 
So Awazi uh, to um, fight physically like would or immediately, which has mm. been one of the reasons that most people are skeptical for doing polygamy because mm. of that. But here you do things according to the word of God. If you have an issue, if I have an issue with the PK, I come and speak to her, we settle it down. If that doesn't work, I bring in another person. It has to be according to the principles of mm. God. Mm. And that again, being together also uh, makes it a little bit more challenging than African polygamy because the relationships of the other wives with the rape are right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if there is any insecurity there and jealousies, you have to deal with them on a daily basis and overcome them by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. And Awaz, you were actually talking about this yesterday, is that when God is dealing with you, let's say it's the jealousy, it's happening right here in front of everybody else mm. and life is moving on. You don't have an opportunity to be mm. in a secluded area where mm. you have your own time to say, okay, I just want to go to my own house. Let mm. me just deal with my things and then I'll come back to you guys. Mm. You have to learn to deal with your stuff whilst at the same time loving the people that are next to mm. you and representing Christ well in, in those relationships mm. whilst dealing with the difficult stuff. So those have to be the two main uh, differences. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think, uh, obviously, um, there will be some that are curious mm -hmm. about what you're saying to say it's the word of God. And if we obviously make reference to the Bible, we all know of the stories of those that came before that had multiple wives. Though some might interpret the Bible today to say, actually, this doesn't feel very Christian to me. What would you say to that, Ray? People want to translate the Bible, something I referred to earlier. They want to translate the Bible according to their own human understanding. Mm. And there are people who know the Bible word for word, and they mm. can quote you scripture, but they don't know the one who wrote it. Mm. And that's the, that's the difference. If you get a relationship with Christ, a deep relationship with Christ, by spending time with him in prayer and, and answering the call and doing exactly what he tells you to do. There's a, a scripture in one of the translations that uh, is said about Noah, and it said, and Noah did everything exactly as God said for him to do. Mm. So that's what I want to do. I want to be like Noah. I want to be the Bible even refers to Noah as being perfect, and that's one of the callings of our ministry is to teach people about perfection in Christ. Mm. And if you visit our website, you'll see that there is a book written about that and teachings that God has given to me. Mm. And that's one of the points of our ministry is taking people to a point of perfection. And you cannot accomplish that if you do not operate in Isaiah 4.1 because it's a long story, but fundamentally the fullness of the image of God is outlined in Isaiah 4.1. Mm. And if you can't understand that from a practical standpoint, you'll never reach the place that God has called you to get to. And it took me a long time to understand it myself. But now that I do, it makes it much more easy. And the average Christian out there, A, doesn't know the Bible. Mm. They know what people have told them about the Bible, which is the way I used to be. Mm -hmm. So they haven't read it, and they haven't read it from a perspective of God opening your eyes to it. There are many layers to the Bible. God's not just a, a one-trick pony. Yeah. 
virtually every scripture has layers to it. So God wants to take you deep like he did with Peter. He told Peter, launch into the deep. That's where he wants to take us. He doesn't want us to be chicken scratching on the surface, just getting a little bit. He wants us to go deep. But if you want gold, you have to dig for it. Yeah. I know in America, in Alaska, you have to go through two tons of rock in order to get one ounce of gold. I went to a gold mine and they showed us. So if you want the true wisdom of God, you've got to dig deep. And that means spending time in the word, spending time in prayer, calling out to God, asking him questions. Mm. And if you do that, you develop that relationship, he will start to show you. It says that the secrets of God are given to those who fear him. So, and he also confirms the word of his servant. So if I'm telling you the truth, he has to back it up with power. And you can ask the wives, mm -hmm. They've experienced that power, even in their own menstrual cycles, mm. physical illness, so on and so forth, that they've been delivered from because they believed and started to operate in the truth. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. That's what it says in 1 John 4. Mm. So that's what Jesus is about. He's the truth. He's the way. He's the life. He's not one way. He's the only way. And you have to take a hold of that. And Isaiah 4.1 cannot be excised from the word of God mm. because it's integral to his end time plan. And I, I lay that out in one of my teachings called The New Thing. And look it up on the website, download the, the teaching and read it. And it will help to explain it from a yeah. biblical perspective. Yeah. So let me go to you, uh, Nosike. Um some might look at your family and say, you know, why are all the wives much younger than the husband? Is there a particular reason for that? Um, not at all. Um, if you do check uh, the dating sites, everybody is free, you know, regardless of the age to engage with us. I think it so happens about the more mature people who are much older, they are set on their ways and in what they want to do. And we have had people come through just to see whether this is the fit for them or not, who are much older and some who are close to raise uh, age range. Mm. However, because it's so different and it's so difficult, they are unwilling to change their ways to conform to the way that we do things. And I mm. think that's just one of the main reasons you don't see um, much older people or women, rather. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, Pubelele, from your side, uh, would you say that, you know, because you are the one that's now in the middle, would you say that there are jealousy issues uh, that you have to learn to deal with within the marriage? Definitely. <laughs> in what way? Give me, give me an example. Because right now we just uh, see, you know, three women uh, who are getting along. Okay. Um, for example, um, like... Yula Nosile was the first wife, right? Mm. So she's come in. Obviously, they've gotten to know each other with Ray. Mm. And when I come in as the second wife, when I was first starting, you know, just seeing the relationship, how strong it was, mm. how solid it was, they got each other, you know. And here I am, I'm coming in. Obviously, I don't know much of the word. And I still know Ibobo, whatever, whatever song. <laughs> yes. Playing. And here I'm entering into a Christian family. And um, now integrating to that and feeling like do I fit into this family was one of the things, you know. And also um, Ray coming in, maybe kissing 
in a certain way. And when he comes to kiss me and I feel like maybe I'll shortchange that. Yes, you are robbed. <laughs> and then, um, then jealousy then is something that I deal with, you know, in those regards. So I'm just giving examples of different things that will happen. So there'll be like a need that Nusita has, you know, like maybe Ray, can you get me A, B, and C? Mm. And then Ray goes and gets that. And then when he comes home and I'm unpacking all these things, and I'm like, what about me? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> you know? So um, there's always that, you know, that you have to deal with. Dingigo, from your side, um, I mean, you are the newest member to the family. Do you find that there were some issues that exist within the family unit that you are coming into, or do you find that um, they they remain with the wives that pertain to those issues? Um, when I got here, they didn't have issues, but you like they have their relationship, mm. which I have to like get used to because I'm still new. I'm still learning everything, how yeah. they do things because I wasn't told how things are done. And you got to learn like, okay, we do kisses, all of us. Like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> we have to kiss all of us. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it was, um, it was very difficult. Even now I'm still like, it's still a month and it's still a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. But they get to put me in, into everything. And then when you say about like, she said about jealousy, you get to be like, oh, okay, am I excluded? Or mm. do they still remember that I'm around? Mm. Uh, <laughs> like that. Um, you learn, you learn, because you just find out that you not only fall in love with Ray, you got to also fall in love with the two wives. So you gain three relationships. Mm. Mm. And do you re do you refer to the, the, the two wives as your sister wives, or what do you see them as? They're like my sisters. Mm. My, like, it's like we're bonded because if I'm I'm head, they're also head. And if they're head, I'm also head. Mm. So mm. we're like bonded. So and like ha how, how has your family found the whole uh, arrangement? Oh, they're still processing the whole thing. For them, it was like, are you sure you're not mind controlled here? Yes. Um, are you <laughs> sure this is for real? <laughs> so I was like to them, uh, this is my choice and I've decided to do it and to follow my heart and mm. to follow my calling. Even they're still processing the whole thing. Because not every family will agree to it. It find it so strange. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I think the big thing is obviously how different the types of polygamy are. And what we're exposed to as South Africans, we are exposed to um, the, the Mormon Americans who have, you know, we know, I think it's Cody Brown in the States with his yeah. wives. And that's, that's what we're familiar with. But it really is completely different for, for how things work in the African culture. So then maybe the question I should ask, um, um, you know, Nosike, for you as the first wife, is it similar in the African traditions that the first wife has to choose and also approve the next wife, or is it different that, you know, God will tell you what the step is? Um, honestly, I cannot say because I'm not familiar with the process within the African culture, yes. but I, I do assume that the husband, when he has found a woman that he's attracted to and yes. she's willing, he does bring her home regardless of whether the wife agrees or not. Although yes. I cannot say that's exactly how it happens. Yes. Yeah. I don't have a say whether Upumelele comes into the relationship or not. 
if God is bringing her into the relationship, then for me to say, great, Lord, let's move on. Mm. Because if I had that ability, then I also wouldn't be here. So uh, you cannot discriminate. I do not want this person here because you are interfering now with their destiny. You mm. don't know what it is that God is bringing them for within the relationship and what part, uh, um, uh, what role mm. will they be playing. And for me to, to disregard them and reject them, that's going to fall on me. And mm. I don't want to be responsible for another person's thought, for another person's yeah. thought. So we pray simple prayer. Lord, bring the woman you want, resist the woman you do not want, and who have no intention of serving you. And mm. when he does bring the woman, at that moment, it becomes their choice whether mm. they want this or not. But for us, we have to believe support them, but the decision has to be theirs to make. Yes, yes, I understand what you're saying. And I think it is very different in that way. Ray, is it similar to what we see on TV with the, with the Mormon uh, families, you know, that moved to Las Vegas because the laws are more favorable for them to be in polygamous marriages? Um, well, I think they're probably a, a segment that is on the fringe of this movement. Um, you need to really look more on the things that are not glorified on TV. Yes. Because what, what's on TV is not representative of Christian polygamy. Mm. Um, there are groups of mainstream Christians, uh, and many people do not consider Mormons Christian. Mm. Uh, I'm The jury's still out for me, but the bottom line is, is that they're not representative of the Christian polygamy mm. movement at all. Really, and so I, I think you get a skewed viewpoint when you look at something like that. I haven't really watched those programs, so I can't comment on them mm. particularly. But I can tell you that the Mormon Church in general, I am familiar with. I'm familiar with some of the offshoots, and I'm familiar with some of their doctrines and mm. so forth. And it's not really uh, designed or lining up with the New Testament understanding of Isaiah 4.1, you say, well, Isaiah 4.1, that's Old Testament. How do yeah. you have a New Testament understanding? You have to. And, and that's where we uh, vary from even some of the mainstream Christians because even some of them try to take it back to the Old Testament yeah. and make it what they call a patriarchal marriage. That's not what God is calling us to do yeah. at all. I'm not here to be their boss. I'm here to... to uh, lay down my life to serve them, to help these wives fulfill their destiny in Christ. It's not about me. This is all about Jesus and what he wants. It has nothing to do with what I want. Because as I told you, I didn't want to be married. <laughs> so then, so then is, let me ask you, let me ask you this question. I mean, Tingo mentioned that her family thinks that she might be mind controlled. Um, is that what you're doing? Yes, of course. As, as, the, Bible as, says, the Bible says in Ephesians 5 that part of the husband's job is to wash the wife with the water of the word. So where is that going to be washing? Up here in the brain. Mm. Because that's where all the filth from the world is. Because what we take in our eyes and our ears drops right down into our heart, which is where Jesus lives. So he has to try and get rid of all that stuff. Yeah. So yes, God gave you... God gave you a double mind so you could learn to overcome it. So it's not me, 
but it's the word of God that controls her mind. And she does it by herself. Not, I don't do it. She mm. learns to do it herself. There are nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, and the last one is self-control. Yeah. And it's just, like Joyce Meyer says, you learn to control yourself by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have no interest in controlling anyone's life. I have enough trouble trying to control myself, yeah. let alone trying to control someone else. Yeah. But it is mind control. You learn to control your own mind and get it into order and overcome all those fears that are linked to your failures. Mm. There are so many questions that, you know, everybody at home probably has right now. I have so many questions and we could continue this conversation for hours, but we need to wrap it up. And I have to thank you for coming to share. Um, it's opening my eyes because I was not even familiar with the concept of Christian polygamy um, until we got in depth in this conversation. And I'm sure there's so many more things you can share about the difference and what we see, you know, on your, your uh, American TV shows that speak of the types of polygamy that are the Mormon type of polygamy versus what we know in South Africa and the types of African cultural practice polygamy. But I think the story is interesting and I really appreciate you all being here and open to share and uh, uh, speak your truth and, and speak your story. So thank you so much to Ray and all of the ladies for, for having this discussion with me. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. <laughs> and all the best with the upcoming wedding. Thank you. <laughs> Hashtag unpacked with Rilebukhile. There are different types of polygamy. And if, if you didn't know, today you got to find out. Do your reading, do your research. But more importantly, let us know what you think. Head over to the socials. I'd like to know what you think. And yeah, and I guess if you, if you are a group of consenting adults and everybody is happy, who are we or who is anyone to say or think anything. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. When I was a bubbly person, uh, then down to earth. He was gay and was proud about it. What is your understanding as to why this man attacked you? Even when Lindo was crying for help, they just stood there and watched. with Rilebukhile Maboja. New episodes weekdays at 5.30pm on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe. Television edited broadcasts weekdays at 5pm open up to S3.